0: In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, one God Amen. <laughs> Let us read some verses from Song of Solomon chapter 3 from verse 1 to verse 4. By night on my bed I sought the one I love. I sought him but I did not find him. I will rise now I said, and go about the city, in the streets, and in the squares, I will seek the one I love. I sought him, but I did not find him. The watchmen who go about the city found me. I said, have you seen the one I love? Scarcely had I passed by them, when I found the one I love. I held him and would not let him go until I had brought him to the house of my mother and into the chamber of her who conceived me Glory to the Holy Trinity now and forever unto the age of ages Amen These four verses speak about a state that all of us we go through it It is a state of lukewarmness. What is lukewarmness? What is the definition of lukewarmness? Lukewarmness means the person feels spiritually lost. We cannot find God in our life. As she said, I sought him, but I did not find him. So it is a spiritually lost where we cannot find Christ. And when we think about the four verses that we read, we find that there are three stages in the lukewarmness. The first stage is the stage of laziness, laziness. As she said, she here I am speaking about the human soul We are the Bride of Christ So she represents each and every one of us Whether males or females She said, by night on my bed, I sought the one I love I sought him, but I did not find him By night in my bed, the night here is the darkness The darkness because the soul is not enlightened. Because the soul is not walking in the light of God. And on my bed means it is a state of laziness. A state of lukewarmness. Instead of the person is enlightened by the word of God and enlightened by the Holy Spirit he is living in darkness. And also, on bed means there is no spiritual uh, effort. He is not fighting at all the good fight. He wants to find God while he is lazy. This reminds me with the parable when the Lord Jesus Christ said, a man planted his field with wheat And while he was asleep An enemy came and planted turs In the middle of the wheat So the problem here Is not that the enemy Came and planted the thorns, But the problem that The person, the steward of this field Was asleep In the same way, when we are spiritually asleep, when we are lazy, Satan our enemy will come and plant tears in our heart, because as Saint Peter spoke about Satan, he said, your enemy is like a roaring lion, actually going around to devour whom he So. What makes the person reach the stage of laziness? Number one, when I feel I don't need God in my life, everything is going well with my life. My work, my study, my social relationship, my family relationship, everything is okay, financially, socially. So I feel I don't need God in my life. Why should I pray? Why should I fight the good fight? Actually, I'm living as I want and everything around me is okay. That's why sometimes God allows us to go through difficult times or hardships. Because when we go through hardships, we are humbled and we go back, turn back to God, praying to Him, asking Him to be with me. But many times we feel that we don't need God in our life This reminds me with the church of Laodicea in the book of Revelation chapter 3 In this church actually they perceived themselves As we read in Revelation 3 verse 17 Because you say I am rich and have become wealthy and have need of nothing so he doesn't feel that he needs anything I am rich I have become wealthy and have need of nothing and by the way the Lord described the condition of this church as lukewarmness lukewarm church but that is his perception of himself how God perceived him he told him and you do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Many times when we feel that we are okay, we are rich, have need of nothing, then we become lazy. No fasting, no prayer, no church, no Bible study, no confession, no repentance, no fighting the good fight, nothing at all. Another reason when we don't use our time wisely when we have a lot of time but we don't use it wisely when we don't use the time wisely satan always always have plans for us how to use our time a man that the lord said about him after my own heart so can you imagine the Lord says about somebody after my own heart that is David the army was in a state of war but David did not go to the war rather he had time and as we read in 2nd Samuel chapter 11 verse 2 at evening time David rose from his bed start to walk on the roof of his house he saw a woman bathing and Satan put an idea in his mind ended up by committing adultery and after this he killed her husband when actually we have a lot of time and we don't use it wisely Satan actually has a plan now in a few days would we'll start Christmas break. How are you gonna use your time? Are you gonna use your time wisely to praise the Lord, or you just have time? You can watch movies. You can spend the time on the social media, on all these applications like Instagram, and just waste your time. Waste your time. When you waste your time, Satan will plant tears in your life because you are asleep, spiritually asleep, and then you will get into this state of lukewarmness. Another reason when you surround yourself with ungodly environment, environment that is not spiritual, as St. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 33, do not be deceived, bad company, corrupt good moral. I'm sure many of you gonna say, I can be in an ungodly environment, I will not be affected. I know myself, I'm strong, I will not be affected. You are deceiving yourself. That's why Saint Paul said, do not be deceived. Do not be deceived. Bad company corrupts good moral. You cannot be surrounded with ungodly people and you will have your zeal, spiritual zeal, the same. Definitely not. Your zeal will start to fade away, gradually, gradually, until you reach the lukewarmness. That's why St. Paul in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 11, he said, Don't participate in the unfruitful works of darkness. Rather, rebuke Don't participate. You can say, yes, I I can go to this club with these friends. I'm not going to be affected. I I know, I I, I will not drink, I will not dance, and just have fun with my friends. No. Don't participate in the unfruitful works of darkness. Rather, rebuke it. Another reason that I neglect being among the assembly of the believers in the church. When actually I attend the church and participate in the church, it gives me zeal. It it kindles the fire inside me. I'm sure yesterday those who attended with us the midnight praises and spent the whole night in, in praises, they felt the zeal Of praising God and being surrounded by people who are praising the Lord. When we come to the church, some people come at the last 15 minutes, 30 minutes. But when you come in the church early and participate in praising God, this actually will make the fire of the Holy Spirit kindled in your heart. You will not have a lukewarm heart as we read in Acts chapter 2 and verse 46 about the early church. So continuing daily with one accord in the temple, in the church and breaking bread from house to house, they ate their food with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people and the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. It's like in a school. If you surround yourself with people who are committed to their studying and they are fervent in their spirit regarding studying, you will be like them. But if you surrounded people who are negligent in their studying, you will be like them. Another point, when... You feel you are not motivated to pray, you are not motivated to fast, not motivated to go to church, and you give in, you give in. Let me tell you, life with God means to enter through the narrow gate. Life with God means to go through the difficult way. So, many times you need to do what is not convenient to you, but what is right. That's why St. Paul in Romans 12 and verse 11, he said, Not lagging in diligence, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Don't be lazy, but be diligent, be committed, be fervent in spirit when you serve the Lord. I'm sure each one of you have a spiritual canon or a spiritual rule from your father of confession. These are your prayer, your Bible, a fasting, going to the church. Be committed. Even if you have no desire to do it, force yourself. The Lord said the kingdom of God will be taken by force. And those who force themselves to it will get it. You need actually to force yourself. To force yourself. This virtue, we call it the virtue of coercion. If you woke up in the morning and you have no desire to pray, you say, No, I need to start my day with prayer and get your akbayah and start praying. And guess what? Maybe the beginning will be difficult, but once you start praying, the grace of God will surround you and will help you. And the grace of God will make you be able to continue the prayer with a joyful heart you need actually to also be walking in the light not in darkness this bride said at night on my bed I sought my beloved one at night as I told you in darkness you cannot live a dual life with God and with the world come to the church and worship but at the same time you live according to the worldly standard. You cannot. Elijah said to the people, don't falter between the two ways. If Baal is a God, worship him. If the Lord is God, worship him. You cannot on Saturday night or Friday night spend the night in nightclub and then on Sunday night you can come and serve the Lord you cannot do this this will make you living in night not in the day not in the light of Christ you need to live the life of repentance if you want to avoid lukewarmness so that is first stage when she was on her bed and at night and she was seeking God you cannot seek God while you are living according to the world standard. You cannot see God while you are lazy, like on her bed. You need actually to rise from your bed, to walk in darkness, if you want to find God. By night on my bed, I sought the one I love. I sought him, but I did not find him. You cannot find him. If you are in night, If you are on your bed. Second stage. She made a decision. I will rise now. She understood. That she cannot find. Her beloved. While she was on bed. Or while at night. I will rise now. I said. I go about the city. In the streets. And in the squares. I will seek the one I love. But again, I sought him, but I did not find him. She made a right decision to rise from the bed. But why she did not find him? Because she was seeking him in the wrong areas. She was seeking him in the wrong areas. Many people are seeking God, but not in the right way. Like St. Paul, for example, before his conversion, he was seeking to please God, but he was killing the Christian, and he thought that he is seeking God, he is pleasing God by doing this. That's why he couldn't find God, although he was seeking God uh, by his heart. There is a beautiful verse in Luke chapter 6 and verse 44 Which means don't seek God in the wrong places The Lord said For men do not gather figs from thorns Nor do they gather grapes from a bramble bush Go to thorns and try to find fig there You will not find fig there Go to bramble bush and try to find grapes there. You will not find grapes there. If you want to find grapes, go to the vine. If you want to find figs, go to the trees of the fig. If you want to find God, go and find him where he is. In your inner room, in your Bible, in your prayer, in the church. But don't try to find God in a wrong place. Some people perceive that if uh, I help the poor, many people say, you know what, I don't come to the church, I don't take communion, I don't read the Bible, I don't confess, I don't fast, but I am very generous with the poor. And that is how I please God. That is how my spiritual life is. No. Yes, thank you for being so generous with the poor, but this will cannot make you find God. You will say like this, Brian, I sought the one whom I love in the cities, in the street, but I did not find him. And the person says to himself, what's wrong? I'm trying to be charitable. I am helping the poor. I try to help the people help them to find a job, help them to settle, the newcomers I try to help them right and left. Yes, all these are wonderful, but you cannot find Christ in this only. Many people, when you ask them about why you don't come to the church, why you don't fast? Their answer, I have a good spiritual relationship with God. I don't have to come to the church, I don't have to fast, I don't have to read the Bible, to have a relationship with God. I, I don't want anybody to intervene between me and God. I know that I have a relationship with God. Unfortunately they are deceived. Why they are deceived? It is not me who is judging but God actually told us in the scripture how to have relationship with him. So if you want to have a relationship with him not following his direction You are deceiving yourself. Yes, you can be a charitable man. Yes, you can be a kind person. Yes, you can be a helper. But in this way, you cannot find God unless you find him as he told you. You know, it's like the story of the Samaritan woman. She took her water pot and went to the well So she made the effort to find water, but the Lord told her, he who drinks from this water will thirst again. It is salty water, it will not quench your thirst. If you want to find God, you need to find Him in the right place, according to the rules that He set for us, not according to what you believe it is a true relationship with God. That's why she went to the third stage. So the first stage is the stage of laziness. The second stage is the stage of seeking God but in the wrong place. And in these two stages, she couldn't find God. The third stage, the watchmen who go about the city found me. I said, have you seen the one I love? So now she asked the watchman Where she can find her beloved Who are the watchmen? You read in the book of Ezekiel God said to Ezekiel I made you a watchman over the children of Israel So the watchmen are our spiritual father The watchmen are our spiritual guide. These are, because they are watching over our souls. For example, the word episcopus, which means bishop, epi means from above. Scope means seeing or watching. Like when we see microscope, telescope. So episcope, actually watching from above. Watch men. Because they watch over our souls. They guide us. So, this bride made a right decision, and she asked the watchman, and by the way, as we read here, the watchmen who go about the city found me. Found me, it is actually an instruction to all of us, Sunday school servants and clergy. We need to find the lost sheep. We need to go and visit them and seek them and search for them so these watchmen were searching and she wa- found a person who is lost she was seeking her bridegroom, her beloved but she didn't know where to find him and it is our responsibility whether we are parents whether we are sons, school servants whether we are clergy to ask about the lost sheep Because there are many people, many people. They want to find Christ. And just all what they need, guidance. All what they need, just spiritual direction. Like this bride. And when the watchmen found her, she asked them, Have you seen the one I love? So if I feel I am lost. If I feel that I I lost my zeal. uh, I cannot find God in my life. I feel that I am lukewarm in my spiritual life. Let us go to my spiritual father and ask him, have you seen the one I love? And they will guide me because they will guide me from the word of God. They will guide me not according to their personal opinion, but according to the word of God. That's why she said, scarcely Had I passed by them when I found the one I love. When she listened to their advice and they told her, You cannot find him in the streets. You cannot find him while you are on your bed. If you find him, go to your mother's house. What's our mother's house? It is a church. Because we are born again in the church in baptism. That's why she said, I held him and would not let him go until I had brought him into the house of my mother and into the chamber of her who conceived me. In the church, actually, it is the place where I can find Christ. In the the church, the place where I can be joined with Christ and united with him. The watchman is like John the Baptist. In the morning today we heard the Gospel, the Annunciation of Archangel Gabriel to Zechariah about the birth of John the Baptist. And we said John the Baptist is the forerunner. He came to prepare the way, to turn the people into the Lord their God, to turn the hearts of the Father to the children and the heart of the children to the Father, to turn to the, the disobedient into the fear of God, and also to make ready a people prepared for God. John the Baptist actually is a symbol of each spiritual father, each Sunday school servant. We need actually to prepare the way of the Lord. So as it is said about John the Baptist, He is a voice crying in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Each spiritual father, each Sunday school servant, each parent in his house should be a voice crying in the wilderness of this world. Guiding their children into the way of the Lord. How actually to be united with the Lord. And I want you to notice How she described her groom? She described her groom by the one I love, the one I love. And this word, the one I love, was repeated five times in the book of songs. So what actually helped this bride to get rid of the lukewarm state? That in spite of her lukewarmness, she still loved God She still was seeking Him She still wanted to connect with Him That's why finally she was able to connect with Him This reminds me of Mary Magdalene Mary Magdalene, after the cross and after the resurrection of Christ In a way, she was blind When she went to the tomb, she did not recognize Christ, but she was seeking Him. She wanted to find Him. And although Christ appeared to her, but she thought He is the gardener, until He called her Mary. Now, once she heard her voice pronouncing her name, she recognized Him, the one whom I love. So... If we continue to love God and to seek Him, finally I will find Him. So don't actually give in to lukewarmness. Even if you are on your bed, even if you are at night of darkness, even if you are searching God in the wrong place. But keep loving God, keep seeking Him, Tell him, Lord, you know that I love you. As Peter said to the Lord, you know that I love you. Yes, I know that I denied you by my actions and by my words. But you know my heart, I love you. There is a story beautiful about St. Peter. While he was denying the Lord Jesus Christ, we read that the Lord looked at him. And Peter went out and wept bitterly. But I want to ask a question How Peter knew that the Lord looked at him? How? Because Peter's eye was on Christ Can you imagine he is denying Christ And say I don't know this man And he start to curse and to swear I I I don't know this man But in the same moment He was looking at the, the eyes of the Lord Jesus Christ You know why he was looking at him? Because Peter loved God. He was denying him out of fear, out of weakness. But he was looking at Christ to see whether Christ seeing him, denying him or not. And once the eye contact happened, Peter couldn't endure it. That's why he went outside and wept bitterly. So, if I'm denying God, keep your eye on Christ. If I'm committing any sin, keep your eye on Christ And when you keep your eye on Christ This actually will lead you to repentance Strong repentance like the repentance of Peter So these are the three stages The reasons of lukewarmness Either I am sitting on my bed Or in darkness the second stage to seek God in the wrong place. But the third stage to go to, my, go to my spiritual father to ask him and to ask his guidance. And many people, when they go to their spiritual father, they argue with them, they try to convince them with their agenda. For example, many people come to confession and say, you know what? I don't need to pray exactly, I don't need to uh, fast. You, remember that you are going to seek guidance, not to seek approval. When you go to your spiritual father, you are not going to seek approval on your agenda or how you want to live your spiritual life, but you want to seek guidance. Yes, you can ask questions, nothing wrong with this. When you go to a, a physician, you ask his advice. Yes, you can ask a question, you can recommend something, but at the end, he is a professional. Whatever he tells you, you will follow. The same when we go to our spiritual father. Let us listen to the word of God and the word of the Holy Spirit on his mouth. Then, I like what she said. I held him and would not let him go. I held him and would not let him go. This remind me with a parable that the Lord Jesus Christ said there was a man who actually is a merchant of pearls and he found one pearl one pearl but very precious priceless so he went and sold all what he had in order to get this one pearl Another parable the Lord said a one who the, a person who found, found a treasure hidden in a field from his joy he went and sold all what he had and bought this field that has the treasure this treasure or this pearl that's priceless is our relationship with god when actually we find him we should say like this bride i held him would not let him go. We have the story of St. Anthony the Great. Once he found this pearl that's priceless, he went actually and sold all what he had, had 300 acres. He sold them and he decided to purchase this pearl and to spend all his life with Christ in this very very unique relationship between him and Christ. It is only in the church, as she said, I brought him into the house of my mother and into the chamber of her who conceived me. Only in the church, this bond between you and Christ will be strengthened. This bond between you and Christ will be growing because that in the church you will find the sacraments, you will find the communion, you will find the repentance, you will find the word of God, you will find the place to praise the Lord, you will find assembly of the believers who encourage you and motivate you. It is only inside the church that we can overcome our lukewarmness. Lukewarmness is a war that can attack all of us, without exception all of us without exception but now we know the reasons behind lukewarmness either to be in night or to be on bed or to seek him in the wrong place now it is time to arise especially we are celebrating the feast of the patron saint of this beloved church saint peter the seal of the martyrs how he was very faithful and he accepted to shed his blood for the name of Christ, and prayed that he will be the last of the martyrs in his time, in his era. And God listened to his prayer, and he entered the era of martyrdom by the shedding of the blood of St. Peter. May the Lord help all of us to fight a good fight, to run the race with zeal, with commitment, so that we'll have inheritance with all the sins in the Kingdom of Heaven. Glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.